Ladies and gentlemen, germs, viruses, thugs, pimps, scholars, lames, goofs, folks that's unemployed, I feel you. Hardworking, frontline ladies and gentlemen, I uh, appreciate you. Shout out to all my peoples out there. You know we back at it again. Uh, it's the Footy Misfits, where we give you some drama, some bullshit, uh, mostly some drama and some bullshit. Yes, sir. A little bit of soccer here and there. You know, we here again. It's your boy, uh, LV, and I'm with my good brother, Ronnie. Ronnie, say it was good one time for the one time. What's good, everybody? Let's drop those horns. It's episode 10, baby. Episode 10. Yeah. Yeah, we made it 10 episodes and are not canceled yet. I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> in reality, you know, it would be tough to cancel us because we kind of just do the the thing on our own so you know that would be crazy if we got canceled but you know, we're here we're here again uh and if you was listening to, to that good ass intro music that was a little bit different from our uh, last uh intro and the intros before that you know that's my good brother h-man coker in the building and he is here to give us some bullshit and some drama h-man coker on a check-in say what's good yeah, yeah. yeah what's good what's good shout out to my brothers on this freaking podcast and yo i feel like i made it i'm in the podcast now 10th episode, the best number ever. After number seven, shout out to David Beckham. Who was also number 10 one time. Mm. <laughs> Don't be Hey, let's go. Hey, you know, we're going to get into that David Beckham talk and all that good shit. But well, first things first, Ronnie, we do need a little bit of an air horn. The introduction of my good man, H-Man Coker. Let's get it. Air, air horns horn. for H-Man. And Our good know. friend from Sierra Leone via Maryland. Shouts to H-Man Hassan. Yeah, you know, we have, uh, you know, Montgomery's County's finest, as they say. Diamond in the rough. You feel me? A diamond in the rough. You do. That's a fact. Mr. PG tips himself. <laughs> that Freddie Adu part. Freddie Adu was 17 for 30 years. It's crazy. We got a lot to talk about with our good friend Hassan H. Man over here. Yeah, um, yeah. I pretty much took the spotlight midweek. Do you want to start with Tuesday? Yeah, let's go ahead and start with the beginning of the week. I'm saying the day after Monday, I know Ali was working hard, you know, and or hardly working one or the other. But Tuesday was the day for some Champions League, a good day to slack off, uh, whether you were at your desk at work or whether you was at home collecting your unemployment. Uh, you know, there was a lot to watch, a lot to see, a few good games. Ronnie, if you want to go ahead and start, because there was a lot to go on. I got to keep it real. While I was collecting my unemployment, Juventus defeated Dynamo Kiev 2 0. Let's go, Airports for that. Wow. A lot of Airports. Okay. The other matches that I found interesting was definitely not Chelsea Sevilla. That was 0 0. The other match that was intriguing to me, and I'm sure you guys would agree with me, was PSG 1, Manchester United 2. Yeah, that was great. All right, yeah. that was great. That was, all right. Yo, hell of a Marcus game. Rashford, MBE. Put some respect on his name. Marcus Rashford, MBE with the winner. What y'all think of that? I mean, let me go first. H-Man, if you don't mind, I know. No. And ladies and gentlemen, if you know, if you want to, if you would like to know, H-Man does support Manchester United, among other clubs, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. But, yeah, my son, Marcus Rashford, MBE, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's got a... a a marriage a order, a British, something, you know, something of excellence or something of the sort. But my son did come through with the excellence. Keep it real. Caught the winner against the defending Champions League finalists, PSG. Uh, showed them who the real boss dons were. You know what I'm saying? Took care of business. Great game overall from Manchester United. Old Gunnar Schultz guard stays on the hot seat, but he also stays showing up when he's on the hot seat. 
kind of like Tom Coughlin of the New York Giants. You know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> two pair of business, great, great game to watch. I gotta say, I'm gonna keep it real. Great game to watch. What did you guys think of the game? I thought PSG were slacking a little bit. Definitely didn't come out as I thought they would have. I thought you would come with some urgency, like, yo, we can't come up short again. We got to make it to the final. But I feel like, you know, it was kind of meh. They pretty much didn't score at all because their only goal was an own goal by Anthony Martial. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, ain't that a bitch. But to be honest, Manchester United pretty much kept the momentum, especially with Marcus Rashford in the late in the second half, which he always does against PSG at the part to Prunz. When they played each other in that round of 16 game a couple years back, it was that man who provided the game winner. So Marcus Rashford loves a match against PSG. Show enough, show enough. Thinking about that game at, at the Parc de Prince, my son Mar- <laughs> Marcus Rashford did come through with the last minute penalty to knock them boys out. Once again, uh, Tuesday night was no different. You know, he had his little badge on him, his little MBE. Which, but- by the way, he should put that on his on the back of his jersey. I feel like you have to. Yeah, you can't just be Rashford. There's a lot of Rashfords. You feel me? You got to be Rashford, MBE. That's a fact. You're right. Hassan, what's your thought of the game? I know you saw um a little bit of it. No, I think um Rashford has been, like, the guy that should have been. Like, like, it's been a minute, and I'm happy. Like, I'm hearing, oh, okay, he won the game with for Man U. Because, like, it's been a hard time. No lie, I stopped watching Man U games for the longest. And I asked LV. I'm like, <laughs> we back. <laughs> We're starting to win again. I don't got to pay attention, yo. I got to pay attention. It sucks when you turn on the TV and you be like, oh, man, you lost by five? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I got a question. Keep it real. How much do you miss uh, Sir Alex Ferguson? A scale of one to ten, I need to to know. Keep it real. Yeah, it's high. There's some things that make me stop watching clubs for a little bit, and it's the changes that randomly just happen, and you be like, what? But he did this and this. And then you'd be like, who are you going to replace him with now? David Moyes. <clears throat> chill, chill. Don't even mention that name. Chill, chill, chill. Uh, y'all heard it first from uh, H-Man Coker, a.k.a. the uh, Man United fan, among other clubs, of course, which we will get to. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Now, H-Man Coker, I do have another question for you regarding Manchester United. Keep it real. Who's more handsome, Marcus Rashford, MBE, who is a black man, or David Beckham? I need to know. And David Beckham is a sexy man, according to what I, my sources. <laughs> Shit. I'll tell you straight up. That's a sexy man right there. But who? who yeah, yeah. Keep it real. For everyone out there, please, I know Black Lives Matter. I am black. Um, my mom is black. But um, I'm gonna go with David Beckham here, the white man. It's like, wait, he's a, um, he's a sexy man, and this motherfucker pulled off cornrows once. I know, and I have cornrows right now. Shout out to my lady from Honduras. Um, she hooked it up. Motherland, let's go. I see H-Man Coco being divisive early on. We love to see. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'd love to see it. Okay. But all jokes aside, great win for Man United to start the week. They didn't have the uh, – they did have actually a, uh, a great weekend game. Uh, I believe it was Saturday. Winning 4-1 against the other Premier League club, West Ham. When you speak of David Moyes, speak of the devil himself and he shall appear. A manager of West Ham now. Didn't stand a chance against Man United. They got the ass bust. 4-1. Marcus Rashford, MBE, actually was the last goal in that game of 4-1. Did any of y'all see the highlights? Anyone want to talk about that? That was Newcastle. Was it Newcastle? Did I say West Ham? You did. Look at me talking that fake shit already. Oh, man, that's crazy. Newcastle should forever lose. 
Sorry for all Newcastle fans out there. When I was growing up, after Alan Sherrod, it was supposed to just be trash. And I don't know what's going on with life. Then I'm like, hey, Newcastle win games. But um, <laughs> they should not be winning. When I see them losing, that's where they belong. I'm sorry to any Newcastle fan out there. I'm apologizing again. We'll yeah. talk about you and Newcastle later on, too. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I was hacked. <laughs> Lost to get with the H-Man Coker. Um, other games of on Champions League Tuesday of no. Um, was that Juventus game against Dynamo Kiev when Alvaro Morata scored both goals to give Juventus the dub? He actually scored the very first goal of this year's Champions League group stage. So shouts to him. Mm, Ronnie, I see you bringing in the, the bias takes early on. I love to hear it. Yeah, hopefully this brings a good sign for the game against Barcelona, even though Cristiano Ronaldo is not going to be present. Yeah, uh, allegedly, um, uh, Philip Coutinho also won't be present for the game. I peeped that uh, as well. Yeah, based on some sort of injury. So it could be looking good for Juve. Any other Champions League stuff that y'all want to get to? Um... Let's talk about Champions League Wednesday now. One of the first games on Wednesday was Real Madrid 2, Shakhtar Donetsk 3. <laughs> this is a Shakhtar team, by the way, who had a whole 13 players miss this game because of injury or COVID. Mm. And they, and said, they still managed to beat Real Madrid. Mm. They said COVID ain't stopping shit. Yeah. What went on there? Yeah, they busted on Real Madrid ass. They told Zinedine Zidane, listen, you bald son of a bitch. We are on your ass, boy. And they went ahead and closed things out, finished the game 3-2, as Ronnie uh, just previously mentioned. Uh, yeah, lots to talk about. Spencer, I wish he was here to defend it, but not much to defend. They had some explaining to do, and they didn't do much explaining, to be honest. Uh, no, two guys were shocked how that pretty much impressed me were two of the goal scorers. Minor Solomon, who is Israeli. I didn't know that. I thought he was brilliant against Shakhtar, as well as Tete, who scored one of the goals. Or Tete, or Tete. I don't know how it's pronounced. Brazilian international. Shaitar is basically a Brazilian breeding academy. <laughs> but he had a, an amazing game himself. So shouts to Shakhtar. I, I was very pleased with the result. It's always nice to see teams like Shakhtar beat Real Madrid. It was actually also the first time Real Madrid fell to a Ukrainian club. Mm, mm, correct. And if I'm correct, uh, Ronnie, you had Madrid topping the group uh, in our Champions League predictions. I did also have... I had shock. Uh, I think Spencer had Shakhtar going third place, and I had Shakhtar finishing second, just like you did. Um, yeah, so he had Shakhtar going third. I have Shakhtar going second, though. You have Madrid falling to the Europa League. Mm, I did. I think they will still make out the group. This was definitely a blip. They have much and Gladbach coming up. Hopefully, that's a much better result for them. But we'll, we shall see. Mm. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. Also, other games that uh, took place on right. Wednesday. Bayern Munich playing with Atletico Madrid, toying with them and Luis Suarez. 4 nothing final in Munich. The aforementioned oh, yeah. Gladbach, they leveled 2-2 with Inter. Liverpool, a one nothing win over Ajax. I saw highlights of Atalanta versus Midtjylland. They played in the middle of a monsoon and won that game 4 nothing in Denmark. Anything Denmark. that caught your eyes on Champions League Wednesday? Bayern Munich uh, getting back to their usual ways in the Champions League. Obviously finished last season with no losses in the group. And, they did uh, not miss a beat. 4-0, you know, a mean scoreline. 
Sucks to be Atletico Madrid or in La Liga have been doing okay. Obviously couldn't defend against the German champions and the European champions who came to give them some hell. Coman go ahead and dropped uh, two goals, I believe, with uh, Leon Goretzka, a.k.a. Brock Lesnar, dropping himself. And then uh, quarantine Talisa was finishing one off in the 66th minute. I want to get Hassan H-Man's take on Bayern Munich. Do they keep you up at night? Because I know like they'll probably run through English teams like crazy. I know. I don't really love Bayern Munich, but also Atletico is like the Clippers of Madrid. So I feel like... <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, as much as that hurts me, I, I do love Atletico Madrid, but they, they do be pretending. That's a fact. That's a fact. They do be pretending, but I um I respect Bayern Munich though. I respect Bayern Munich. I feel like four zero. I don't watch Bayern Munich games anymore because I know of what what they do. Every time I'm upstairs, I see LV watching um Bayern Munich games, and I'm like, oh Bayern Munich, and I walk away. I'm happy to be Atletico Madrid though. Inter and Mönchengladbach. Yeah, two-two draw on the same group does add some um, a bit of a uh, uh, you know competition to that group after uh, you know Madrid took the L to Shakhtar, but a lot of lot to I guess that's the group to watch. I would say a lot of stuff could come out of there. Any other things that attracted you guys in Champions League this week? Yeah, uh, a few of the games uh, on Wednesday that I did enjoy, like you said. The Manchester City uh, spanking Porto. Obviously, they did concede one, uh, which can speak to their defensive errors. But a 3-1 win, comfortable win. They looked very sound, very good. Seems like they're saving a lot of their energy for the Champions League. I don't know. Maybe they're uh, following my conspiracy theory that they might uh, be putting in all their eggs in their basket uh, for the Champions League. So we'll see about that. I mean, it's not a conspiracy. Everybody knows that that's uh, Manchester City's aim. But I still don't think they'll win it. I think, they, I think they should. I think they will. Uh, Hassan, any thoughts about that? Man City maybe uh, going to win the championship. Uh-huh. You believe it could happen? If you disagree, who do you think will win? Ugh, not Man City. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm just, I don't want to sound like a hater right now. But hey, dude, man, feel free to hate, hate if you want to. This is a safe space. Here to hate, objectively, of course. You got to hate objectively. Uh, it, yes. it is a safe space. I would never root for Man City, and I feel like that's not the team that I want to um, would want to win the UEFA Championship League. Like I think there's much other teams that I would want to want to win, but Manchester City, just because I'm a Man United fan, I'm like I will even pick other teams like randomly Chelsea over it, but like, I would rather pick. Mm, I love the hate. I love the hate. No, because I, I respect I, it. I can't. I got. I know Man City have been doing well. They have their fans now. People try to claim. Say they're the Manchester team, but like still, it's not the Manchester team for me. So it's like I'd rather just want the other Manchester team. Say their name. Come on, now. Man it's United, surprised. like the real Manchester, like real Manchester team. I'm not the Red Devils. Like I would want them to do it. I don't want any. <laughs> and even though we believe Marcus Rashford is ugly, keep it real. I didn't see it was ugly. By the way, by the way, free rewind. I didn't say it was ugly. I just said David Beckham was a little sexier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I never said Marcus Rashford ugly. Cool. Guys, if you listen to this, we're going to put up a poll on our Instagram. Who's sexier, Marcus Rashford or David Beckham? We'll have the results next week on the Footy Misfits podcast. Ronnie, I don't know if I answered your question, bro, but um, I just wouldn't want Man City to win, okay? Like, um, the real Manchester to win, anything else any other team from any standings. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Hassan. Don't worry, H-Man. I agree with you. I have a lot of haters in my DMs or something after this. Uh, you <laughs> but hey, man, if they I want don't... five minutes, I'll take it. 
You know, Ronnie, you know how I feel about Man City. You know, I feel about Man City too. We we go. We're on the same page. I think anything else from than Man City, yo. Yeah, I just think they've been like cheating too. Just like mm, cheating. Oh, that's a strong word. I love to hear it. Okay, let's go. And so yeah, there we go. Shout to uh, Liverpool, who I did give some hell to. Got to keep it real. Uh, Spence didn't defend them as hard as he could, being a Liverpool fan. Big ups to them. Uh, it'd be like that, but uh, it's it, the group stage is a long, uh, what seven games or is it eight games? We'll see what happens. So yeah, that was about it for me in terms of Champions League. Good did you guys catch Europa League. You know I did, uh, especially that my Spurs are you know relegated to the Europa League, oh, you know playing their hearts out, and so uh, I, I certainly did. Uh, check that and um yeah a few games uh the champions league not only brought us some good games to watch but the europa league also had some heat um if we can be totally honest about that uh thursday's games uh were plenty a lot of stuff to watch uh and a lot of uh high scoring games a lot of goals also Bayern leverkusen six two winners in their europa league game over nice oh yeah leverkusen came came to play came to run ahead in their group stage with a Three points and a very high goal differential. We love to see it. A couple other games of note. Uh, Napoli uh, lost 1-0 to AZ Alkmaar. After thrashing Atalanta 4-0, you thought they would come to play, but it seems like they spent all their energy in the Serie A over the weekend. Other games, uh, Rapid Wien played Arsenal. Arsenal uh, came from behind to win 2-1 after being down 1-0. A scary sight. <laughs> but the uh, Gunners did go ahead and take care of business. Another team that H-Man Coker does fuck with, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Another game that ended 2-1 was Roma. They defeated the young boys in Switzerland. We also had Benfica watching some team who I don't even know. Poznan. <laughs> I'm assuming that team is Polish. Yeah, that's what happens in the Europa League. A lot of teams that you've never heard of. A lot of tough names to pronounce. Uh, apologies to the fans if we messed them up, because guess what? I'm you guys not- are in the back streets. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're yeah. going to mess them shits up early. Uh, you know, like a Sovrena. There's so many consonants in that. In that, in that <laughs> no, one, of the, one of the games that was really intriguing was Celtic versus Milan. Milan watched Celtic 3-1. But this was a pretty good game to see. I enjoyed it. Um, Brahim Diaz, he, he's going to be a revelation for Milan this season. And then LV, your Spurs took the dub over Lask. Let's go. Quick 3-0 win. Gareth Bale starting out there. Uh, our backup striker, Carlos Vinicius. You know, Wait, how is Gareth Bale doing, man? Like, sorry, I haven't been following since his transfer. Yeah, you know, Gareth Bale came over to Spurs from Real Madrid. Came on to start last week for the first time in a while in a Spurs shirt. Started. Seven years to be exact. Uh, but he yeah. started, started this Thursday and uh, gave him quite the run for their money. Uh, didn't score any goals, but he was on that bullshit, as they say. Uh, so looking pretty good. We'll see uh, how things go on for him. Uh, Spurs mm-hmm. went ahead and took the W, but yeah, Hassan obviously, or H-Man Coker, I should say. As, <laughs> as, as, as you know, Gareth Bale, a guy who you scored goals with and celebrated with, uh, being that you played for Real Madrid. Yeah, of- um, I feel like I have that picture laying around somewhere. Then, um, but yeah, I definitely played with, um, I have the picture to prove it, played with Luka Modric and um, Gareth Bale is a picture that I was in. Real Madrid Stadium. I played with them. It was a friendly. We can't catch it out there, but hey, um, I got the picture too, Privet. Yep, that's right. It's not on Bean Sports. You know what I'm saying or Fox Sports. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Don't, don't check me for my skills though. But I'm happy Gareth Bale is getting respected again, though. 
is, right. you know, uh, no. Uncle son, Gareth Bale, you know what I'm saying? Getting back to business, taking care of all that good stuff. Right. Yeah, uh, Spurs looking good. Uh, Europa League was some good money, a lot of stuff to watch. Um, week game match day two should be uh, just as promising uh, coming on uh, next Thursday, uh, October 29th. Uh, catch it wherever you be that. Unless you're in uh, Australia or something like that, should be on 10:30 or something like that. Um, but yeah, a lot of good stuff there, Ronnie. Um, the other game in the Europa League that I was interested in, I'm switching back and forth because that's what Europa League does to you. Villarreal took on Sivaspor of Turkey, and that game was high scoring as shit. Villarreal five, Sivaspor three. Paco Alcacer, shouts to my man's Paco Alcacer with a double, helping Villarreal to the win. I don't, mm. I understand why BVB won in Holland, but they should have never gotten rid of Paco Alcacer. Shouts to that man, that Spaniard. Um, mm. You're my favorite. Mm, big money, Paco Alcacer. Uh, dropped two goals in four minutes. I got to big up my young boy, Juan Foyth, who just transferred himself from Spurs to Villarreal. Center back also scored. Yes, Juan Fourth also scored. Yes, yes, yes. Scored during the week. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Big Money Juan Fourth. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like uh, we said, a lot of great games to see, a lot of scores, a lot of clean sheets. You know what I'm saying? Some good money football on a good Thursday afternoon or evening or morning, depending on where you are. But Ronnie, would you like to go ahead and move forward to the weekend? Because there was some fire. I got it. The <laughs> fire indeed. The marquee match of the weekend the one and the only el clasico between real madrid and barcelona from the new camp in barca now i'll, I'll admit it i thought this game was at 10 30 local time local time being our time mm. this started half hour earlier so i missed the one one <laughs> so no it was, it was girl it was goals early on both teams looking like they forgot how to play defense yeah they had the eyebrows early didn't know what's going on Took care of business. Uh, I think Madrid went ahead and scored first. Fede Valverde scored early, and then Barcelona responded quickly with Ansu Fati's. Yep, Ansu Fati went ahead and took the uh, the one one. Uh, things looked very interesting early on. Uh, Madrid went ahead and ran away with it three one. But I think the most important thing about this, and I think Ronnie, you can agree, was that I predicted Madrid to win the game. You know, I need good predictions. Let's go. Yeah, I don't like that, but you needed the dub, so I'll give it to you. Um, Sergio Ramos with the penalty, which it was a clear penalty, let's be honest. This, this is one of the times when VAR gets the decision right, and there's no arguing about it. I think it was Lenglet who pulled on Ramos' shirt. Uh, would, so Luka Modric, former spur, as LV would say, adding good, to the tally. Uh, and good friend of H-Man Coker, by the way. We should definitely yeah, I, I would agree, oh, man. Um, really very great. good friend of H-Man Coker. Yeah, um, if you guys have any doubt that I didn't play with him, um, just ask me. Um, uh, we'll post a picture on our Instagram. So because you were balling with the stars from Real Madrid, you had Real Madrid winning this classical for sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that's the Madrid team I would support because David Beckham played for them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I respect them more when David Beckham. That team was everything. But um. But yeah, no, I but I respect it, though, because teams like that pretty much like, yo, I saw Real Madrid with Beckham back when I was younger. That's going to be my team from now on. I respect it. Yeah, um, it's not like it was my team, but I was realized what was going on. I know Yeah, what, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But they got the double in El Clasico, and they had a rough run again. They lost to Cadiz in, champ, um, in the week before, and they lost to Shakhtar in Champions League. So they definitely got right back on the ball here. So not mad at this whatsoever. 
No, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it. Real Madrid playing finesse soccer, I'm always down for this. Um, now, do you guys think this is Messi's last El Clasico at the Camp No? Mm, 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 mm. The real questions they need answering. Unfortunately, it's sad to say, it sounds like it might be based on what happened this summer. It looks like your boy Lionel Messi is trying to move over to Manchester City, uh, much to the display yeah. of Man <laughs> <laughs> man's face said it all, bro. I agree with you. Why? That man had the how can she slap face. But go ahead, H-Man. Any thoughts about that? I hate that so much. It's just getting cheap now. Like what I, what I said earlier, I'm going to stand with it again. They're just cheating through winning. It's like just keep on doing it over and over again. And I think they're doing the same thing again. Let's get messy, you know, and then build more fans and act like this is our, this is our home. I mean, it is their home, but like this is our city. But it's also their oil money that's helping them get these yeah, stars and stuff. I'm not gonna try to guilt trip people, but if you um supported Man City and you in the Westerner, man, think about it. Think about that where that money is coming from, you know. Um, that's all I could say. I don't have Instagram, so please no hate mails. Yep. So yeah, if y'all have any questions, you know, at H Man Coker, he answers all <laughs> and comments. Oh man, but yeah, El Clasico was definitely quite the game. Um, even though it was a good game, it wasn't one of those El Clasico games of old. And it might be because those these two teams are not the same as like 2010s, or it might be because this was the first El Clasico behind closed doors. Yeah, I was gonna think it had something to do with the fact that you know there was no fans present at the camp now. A huge stadium, to be fair. You know, a lot to be said about the biggest game in the world. Uh, people that, like they said uh, in commentary. You know, fans who watch soccer and football casually, you know, make sure they tune in for the El Clasico. And there wasn't a Facts. fan in sight in that motherfucker. So, uh, yeah, maybe that had something to do with it. But, you know, it wasn't, I would agree, it wasn't the most uh, El uh, Clasico. But 3-1 win for Madrid nonetheless. Yeah. So there's that in La Liga. Moving on. Uh, there was another big rivalry game this weekend, though. And for that, we would have to go to Germany. It was a derby, the Riviera Derby between <laughs> BVB and Schalke. I know Schalke since last January were garbage, but this first in the first half against Dortmund, it was a pretty good match. I, I'll, I will say that it was a scoreless first half, but they did have their chances. They did keep BVB from scoring, but when the second half came in, boy. Oh. Boy, they, they had nothing to fuck with. Erling oh. Haaland scored. Akanji also scored. I haven't heard that name come out of Borussia Dortmund circles in a while. Ooh. And you had Mats Hummels score, giving the 3 nothing win in the derby to BVB. Second half, it was all Dortmund. But Schalke definitely gave BVB a little bit of a scare in the first half. Oh, yeah. I mean, lots to, lot to say about that game there. Um, Schalke have been pretty much pitiful in the league. Uh, Ronnie, as you predicted them to uh, go down this season, I believe. I they predicted are... them to be in the Bundesliga playoff, but yeah. I mean, they the are... way things look, they are in relegation territory. Yep, sitting in 17th place. A draw from their last five. Uh, looks pretty terrible. Four losses for them boys. Minus 17 goal differential. Mm, mm, mm. I don't think they've won since 2020 started in the league, but... Yeah, she looks very pitiful for them. And the stat... Wow, almost over. That's One more time? So 2020 is almost over. They haven't... Yeah, um, I think Schalke wants 2020 to be over right now because that's how garbage they are. That's a fact. 
And uh, if you go off them stats of the game, uh, the numbers kind of tell the, the story of it themselves. Schalke with zero shots on target, 25% possession. It just looked, looked bad all around for the guys. In the second half, like Ronnie said, uh, made it look even worse. Shit is tough for them boys, man. But on the up, on the other side, the up and up, BBB looking okay, uh, landing in third place in the Bundesliga behind Bayern Munich and RB Leipzig. Four points uh, from five matches played, four wins and a loss, something like. I know you said you don't like well, you don't watch Bayern games that often. Do you watch any games in Germany at all, um, Hassan Hman? Not as much, really, because um, uh, I I'm an English fan, so um. Still, but try not to watch German games. I do follow Bayern Munich a little bit just to know like they still good. And when I realize it, I just stop watching. Ugh. Yeah, but this game was a good one to watch, even though Schalke fell flat. It was definitely a good game. The the derby. If I'm following, is BVB still like the team? No, BVB is still nice. Yeah, they're they're third place right now. No, they're level on points with Bayern Munich. But they're third on goal difference, I think. But I, I would root for BVB if I were a neutral. They're, they're a young squad. Erling Holland, of course, he's yeah, pretty much their star now. The captain, you can't you can't sleep on Marco Royce. That's my guy right there. Um, Jaden Sancho, he's an Englishman who definitely helps Borussia Dortmund, and he's going to be the future of the national team as well. Someone yeah. who Manchester United can't get apparently. They try and try and try, but they can never sign the man. That's true. He drinks PG tips, though. And another young Englishman, Jude Bellingham. Okay. He plays with the under-23 team right now, but I expect to see him in the senior side soon. He's he's good. And then they have this American, Giovanni Reina. Gio Reina, he's really good. People might shit on him for being an American, but he's really nice. He's doing good out there? Definitely doing good out there. Um, Second coming of... Pulisic, I would say. You know, what? when one American leaves, another American comes in, and Americans for Dortmund, they're nice. Yeah. That's so if so- you're rooting on someone based off those talents, I would go BB- BVB. People are going to hate me for this, but I do like when I um support club teams when I see young talents there, or like a talent that like people like slept on in the last team and then just like transferred and start like sparking, sparking up. Like right now, like just knowing Gareth Bale went back to, um, them and I know LV's on this podcast, but and I'm not a Spurs fan, but I'm wishing Gareth Bale does really great because, like, I don't think Madrid respected him, like, doing what they did to him, like, all and all the times. Like, I saw Gareth Bale playing at the last 10 minutes of the game every time he's not Gareth Bale, but I understand what they were trying to do is Real Madrid, but um, like, I love when team when players transfer or when like upcoming players, you know. Another team in Bundesliga who you would kind of like to see, RB Leipzig. They're currently first place in Bundesliga right now, and they also have young talent of their own. Another young American, Tyler Adams, who scored in the Champions League, definitely someone who people like to root for. I, I remember when I used to work with the New York Red Bulls, Tyler Adams was on the team, and I'm telling you, people definitely gravitate towards him. So I would definitely... Check him out. Also, Dayo Upamecano. Again, another failed target by Manchester United. Okay. Another great defender. And they have Justin Clivert. If that last name sounds familiar to you, it's the son of Patrick Clivert, the famous Dutchman. 
like when um young talent just become like start owning stuff. Like I absolutely what what you just said. I'm gonna take notes of because I know I have to like support teams. It's just not like close because I just support the same teams. But like I would want to root for also players that's coming up. I'm just giving you options. These are teams who are definitely young. RB Labs does have a mix of youth and experience. Um, Sabitzer is the experience for Bayern, for Leipzig, rather. Mm. But, yeah, um, I would definitely, you know, just keep in, keep track of what's going on in Germany. That's for you to investigate on your own. And yeah, next time we bring you on this podcast, you could de- we could definitely talk about it even more. Yeah, I think I only watched – I've only always watched two leagues. Like you wait for English Premiership, <laughs> but you lead us to a good segue though. Um, let's talk about the English Premiership, the Premier League. Um, this game took place on Saturday in a, another monsoon. LV before we got on, to, um, said this game was Junior Varsity. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, I go ahead and lead the way. Sh- sure enough, uh, Chelsea versus Manchester United. Uh, like Ronnie said, in a Full-blown monsoon, rain everywhere. Typical British weather. Fact. <laughs> as H. Man Cobra can, uh, you know, uh, agree to. Lot, lot of rain. Uh, you know, what I'm saying, a lot of wet faces, wet hair. You know, what I'm saying. So it was a lot, lot to go on. But uh, you thought that it'd be a bunch of goals. Both teams coming in with some subpar defense. You know, great attacking. Uh, personally, I picked Manchester United to win the game. I'm not That's sure. Good. I believe. I believe Ronnie went ahead and chose a, a draw, which was a fair assumption. Me uh, and Spencer too, but in fairness, I thought there would be goals in this one. Oh yeah, and uh, it was quite. And this game was deficient on goals. Quite the opposite. They looked like they didn't know how to score a goal if they tried. Uh, nil nil game. Them boys looked like they had. They looked worried, stressed out, like somebody they owed some money to somebody or something. Uh, not a goal in sight. You said they played like they had part-time jobs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, they looked like they had some bills to pay, and they were coming due, and they didn't know what to do about it. Uh, they were calling to get some payment arrangements done or something. I don't know what happened, but that game looked crazy. No goals, barely any chances. They started shooting for some in the last couple of minutes, 15 minutes or something like that, uh, but not a winner in sight. Nil-nil draw. Uh, Edinson Cavani made his appearance for Manchester United for the first time. What a day to do it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't score a goal to save his life. It was ridiculous. And yeah, I mean, not much to talk about. That shit was terrible. It was ass, complete ass. Nil nil game. Chelsea zero. Man United zero. And the uh, only thing there was to talk about was Harry Maguire that- taking this as if we were in the WWE ring. By the time I think it was Aspiliqueta. Um, yeah. we agree that was a penalty, right? I think that was a penalty. He uh, uh he he put Aspiliqueta in the triangle choke. Uh, in the penalty box, that shit was crazy. The referee put his glasses on and then took his glasses off. He didn't see shit. That shit was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> that shit was wild. Uh, he didn't call it, and uh, sure enough, there wasn't a goal to be seen. So, you know, it was just, I mean, not much to talk about. It was just a terrible game, honestly. This really took place at the same time as BVB versus Schalke, and I'm literally watching the laptop. I'm looking over to the TV because that's where the Man Yugi game is on, and I'm like, uh, nothing. All right, back to BVB, because that's how rubbish this game was. Man, this game you, was debris if I've ever seen it. I'll tell you, I had I had some errands to run, and I wish I ran them shits. I, I watched the game instead. <laughs> I was mad as fuck. I wish I watched, I wish I did some errands or something, man. It was 
nil-nil game that you thought people about to score, like a high-scoring game, you're expecting it. And then you just like, <laughs> you just like, I wasted all this time. <laughs> Those Thanks. are 90 minutes and fans are never getting back, just saying. Yep, that's a fact. I might, I might actually send an invoice to Man United, like I need the 90 minutes back. <laughs> <laughs> 90 minutes of my life, I could be doing so much things. Yeah, yeah, I need some money back. Send me like $15 or something. I don't know. That should be ass. <laughs> Complete garbage. So, I mean, there we have it. Both teams coming away with a draw. Uh, United standing in 15th place. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that, man. I don't like what just happened there. Yo. I don't like what just happened there. Like, that laughter was a lot. But, let's be honest. Manchester United and 15th place don't go together. It doesn't. It doesn't. And see, that's what I'm saying. You like you lose some in one um um league, you win some in one league. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How that was set up wasn't that was so fun. I wish my, I didn't like Manchester United right this month. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt so bad in the grand scheme of things because Man City are sitting sitting pretty in thirteenth place, so not much of a difference there. It's obviously early on in the league. Uh, Tottenham at, in eleventh place. Uh, they play tomorrow, so they have a chance to um, pick some points up and uh, rise as high as uh, fifth place. So. Again, we're recording this on Sunday night. We'll have this out on Monday afternoon, um, New York time. But yeah. Um, but there was some other Premier League action. Leeds United coming to uh, Aston Villa and giving them a thrashing 3 0 after Aston Villa came off of a hell of a win um, against uh, Liverpool the week before, um, a couple weeks before and beating Leicester City the week after 1 0. Uh, Liverpool went ahead and uh, held it down against Sheffield United who looks pretty terrible, if I got to be honest. Uh, came to play, though, and Liverpool went ahead and uh, came from behind to win 2-1. Mm-hmm. Wolves went ahead and drew Newcastle United 1-1. That, uh, I did see that game, and that game was fun. Raul Jimenez scored, and then Newcastle came back late to um, steal a point. I, I, I enjoyed that game. Yeah, and uh, finally, the last game so far of Sunday was Arsenal at Leicester City. Uh, the game finished a calm 1-0 with Jamie Vardy, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Tramp Stamp, uh, went ahead and finished the game off in the 80th minute. Game ended 1-0 to the Foxes. Leicester City taking the game. Not much. Yo, 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 let me keep it 100 with you. This is something that will get our special guest upset, but I didn't see that game, and instead I saw MLS. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, H-Man is not the biggest MLS fan, but he Wait, definitely H-Man, was when the sexiest man on earth, David Beckham, was at the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, um, I saw LA Galaxy versus LAFC. LAFC won 2 nothing. but yeah, Hassan, MLS, go. My whole thing with MLS is um, it's a retirement home. It was a retirement home. It was a bunch of junior varsity. I I never thought the style of football was like something I want to watch and enjoy. And then David Beckham tried to change that again, just like how I started liking Real Madrid a little bit. You know, David Beckham, sexiest man alive, I would say. You know, he went there, he went to MLS, LA Galaxy changed a little bit the style of soccer played, changed, but like. At the same but it wasn't just David Beckham though. They had Robbie Keane. Oh, yeah. not, not, not so sexy. And Robbie Keane is not not the sexiest, but boy, he was a baller. He was a baller. He was a baller. I'm not gonna lie. He was a baller. I'm oh, not... you should know this. You're a Spurs fan. Yeah. But not that, um, they had um David Villa from New York, right? NYCFC, yes, sir. 
Yeah. Um. And yeah. when he came to MLS, it wasn't like he was washed up. He was good. That would be it was good. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's like how I see the MLS is like, let's say you put LeBron in a college game. People are going to play hard, but it's LeBron. So you take these plays from like overseas and you put them there. Even like it's their time at home, they're still going to spark. They're still going to do good. Because it's like they're still better than a lot of American players. No, um, so the opposite of that would be like if LeBron James left the Lakers and one day played for, I don't know, Olympiacos in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> China. <laughs> what is he, Stephon Marbury? Come on, guys. That's not the <laughs> All right. MLS, eight years ago, if LeBron played for it, that would be LeBron playing in China. Now probably be like Greece, like Ronnie said. It's getting more exciting, though, Ronnie. I'm not going to lie. Not- it is getting more exciting. That's what I was just going to say. Like, a lot of the talent is getting younger now. All around, MLS has been a little bit more exciting. I've been to MLS games, and they're pretty f- – I worked with the MLS team before. Yeah. So it's definitely on the up and up. Yeah, you've been trying to make me go to MLS games for, like, the longest. I'm not going to lie. I have because, there's like, whenever there's, like, Real Madrid doesn't come to the States, it's MLS. And, you know, LV and I, we had the experience of going to see New York Red Bulls versus Atlanta United. Hashtag never again. Oof. That was a playoff game that ended one nothing Red Bulls, but Atlanta washed them on aggregate. Speaking of time, I wish I could get back. It was all good though. Worth wow. So, would you compare that game to the game we saw in Tottenham and AS Roma? And it was a friendly. It was a- That's right, we did see that. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, it's a friendly. That, I feel like that would be more amazing than any MLS game. Yes, but in fairness, that MLS game that we saw was a playoff game, and the Red Bulls were already clapped on aggregate. But that Roma Spurs game, shout outs at um International Champions Cup. We see y'all. That that was fun. I I, I definitely enjoyed that. If you ask me, I would definitely go with that game over any MLS game I've seen. So fun. Like that was a clutch game. And I feel like LV almost got in a fight like, with that dude that hardly spoke any English. But Bruh, we were sitting we were sitting near Italians, yes, sir. Yo, uh, uh yeah, so uh I almost did beat up a Italian family. Uh, a husband, wife, and a son. They almost got all their asses whooped, but <laughs> uh, the dad was on some shit. Uh, they celebrated because they ended up winning the game in the 92nd minute. He was slapping the shit out them seats. That was amazing. <laughs> that energy was amazing, yo. I was like, wow. Yeah, no, I definitely game. enjoyed that. I, bro, that was one of the best friendlies I've ever been to. One of the best games I've ever been to. Great game. Absolutely great game. Great game to watch. And it was the first time I actually went to a game with you guys. So that made it even all the more special. Hey, misfits at uh, in public. We love it. We got to do that more often, especially when COVID eases up. Facts. Indeed. Indeed. Misfits in public. That. Misfits in public. We love it. But yeah, that's pretty much wraps up the weekend. Um, Aside one, from- one thing, though, one thing, though, I will say this Ajax washed VVV. Um, I don't want to say Venmo, but it sounds like Venmo. 13 nothing. Ooh, we in the Era Divisi. Yeah, uh, I-, I mentioned briefly before oh, the podcast. Uh- yeah, thirteen. No, yep, you heard that right. Uh, thirteen, nothing. That shit was embarrassing. I gotta mention. Uh, uh it seems like uh, Liverpool aren't the only people that's suffering from uh, Virgil Van Dijk getting injured. The entire Dutch league looks stressed out. Thirteen, nothing though. Man, speaking of junior junior varsity, that shit looked like some junior varsity shit. It was goals left and right. Man, that shit was unbelievable. I, I watched the replay. Um, Dusan Tadic was taken off at some point in the second half, and then they show him in the on the bench. He's in street clothes. That's how crazy this game was. Wow. 
That man was in street clothes when he was taking off. He did an outfit change? <laughs> he did an outfit change. He had the Ajax jacket on him. And he had some jeans and I think some Air Force Ones. Some jeans on after halftime. But that's pretty much it. Uh, we One dude get... on Ajax did have himself a game, though. Barre on the Ajax? Yes, by way of Burkina Faso, if I heard correctly. Hey. Man scored, I think it was four. Shout out to the motherland. Yeah, Lacina Traore. Yes, sir. I'm 19 years old, by the way, from Bobo Diolasso, Burkina Faso. I probably said that wrong, but it's all good. Watch Manchester United try to take him and be miserable at it. Mm. So, yeah, H-Man, um, speaking of Manchester United, tell the people why you like Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> what is, oh, wow. Um, so, um, I was forced to like Arsenal for a little, like, in my life, you know, like one of my cousins forced, like in a way, like, like growing up, it was just mad Arsenal gear that would give me. I would get Man U stuff, but they'd give me Arsenal gear. So I kind of low key like Arsenal. Please don't shoot me. Um, <laughs> low, <laughs> like I have an Arsenal jersey. I rock it sometimes. Um, everyone makes fun of me about it. Let's tell you. About, let's talk about this Arsenal jersey. This Arsenal kit. It's it's a vintage Nike Fly Emirates kit. I think if I had to put a year on it, 2012, 2013 on it. Um, <laughs> it's a fly kit, definitely. But that's the only football shirt I've seen him wear. We all go way back to like 2013, 2014. That's the only one I've seen him wear. I gotta agree. Definitely a Robin Van Persie year uh, kit or something like that. Uh, Very nice shirt, I gotta say. It is a nice shirt. I will say that too, but it's the only one I've seen. Ronnie, guess who gave me that jersey? Who gave you that jersey? Thierry Henry? The same cousin. They're like, forced me to Arsenal. Yeah, that brings the question. So, so are are you saying that Thierry Henry is more handsome? Then David Beckham, is that what I'm hearing? Was it you, LV, or Spencer who met Thierry Henry when he was in the streets of New York? Uh, I guess it's both of the other guys on the phone. It was me and LV. LV actually spotted. It was really great. It was like we just like left um Eden Prairie and then like he was just like we're just walking down the street. And he's like, "Yo, is that Thierry Henry?" And I was like, "No way, can't be Thierry Henry." And I started looking at the guy. And I was like, that 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 looks like Thierry Henry. Oh, yeah. So V, um, you know, brave soul that he is, basically tracked that guy down, and then like, yeah, we met him. It's like, let me say one thing, man. Uh, all them defenders that defended him all them years, I I feel their pain because that man was fast. I just, we chased him for three and a half blocks. <laughs> he was also like bigger than I thought. He was like basically muscled. Like he was bigger than like than I thought Thierry Henry would be. Yeah. Right. I also think he, I also think that he noticed that we saw him because he was like he started walking a little faster as we started following him and he was like yeah nah, y'all not about to rob me stop that New York Red Bull legend mm, yeah Red New York Red Bull legend mm, big 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 enemy in Ireland Ireland hates him it's all good though by the way last time I went to London I visited the Arsenal Stadium I bet you did yeah guess who took me there the same cousin if I go to London today. I will probably go to an Arsenal match. Like, if, like, and that's what I'm saying. That's how much a fan, a fan is. And he is like, Lil Key, my favorite London cousin, man. Shout out, shout out my man, Chaco. Um, but like, Shouts literally, him. all the Arsenal gear, I have no choice, but I got to rock it. Even from days, oh, like, Burkamp, like, it's like literally Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. 
I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I know well, when we all have family members, they want to force their favorite team on you. I understand. I respect it. On May 3rd, 2017, at 7.39 p.m., you posted, and I quote via Twitter, at Hman Coker, Newcastle United will win the hashtag EPL next season, hashtag fuck your couch. Mm. <laughs> and this was right when Newcastle were promoted back to the Premier Leagues. You did say you like Alan Shearer early on the show. This is going to come up, Ronnie. Um, well, um, about that, uh, uh, about that tweet, um, I guess I was kind of hyped Newcastle was back, but, um, right now, I guess I feel a little indifferent about it. I, you know, when you tweet things, you know, like, um, a long time ago, and then someone pulls it up. But that doesn't make me a Newcastle fan. I was just showing love. You know, that's all I could say. That's but all saying that say. they would win the Prem is a strong indictment. Do you agree, LV? Was. It was. It was strong if I ever seen it, man. Newcastle winning the Premier League. Woo-wee! It let's was, let's was find hacked. out you have a Leeds United shirt somewhere in the cut. Go, I was hacked. Um, so, H-Man, we have to know for the public in the world, which team is it? Is it the United? Is it Arsenal? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, first of all, Real Madrid just going in the stadium and like seeing all those trophies almost makes you a super fan. But um, I'm not a super fan. I'm just respect Madrid. But all day, all day, I'm forever be a Man United fan. Though. That's the team that I first love. Every other team, I would like probably like some players there that will always be English players. It's kind of unfortunately, but it's the truth. I'm a Man United fan all day. I gotta say, it. Arsenal by default. Shout out Shaco again. Sorry if you if you hear this when I put this on my Instagram, yeah um yeah Arsenal all day man shout out yeah shout out <laughs> I'm a Man United fan first like I, that's all I could say I'm a Man United fan first I always like Man U um taking ships more than um seeing Arsenal take ships now LV on a scale of one to ten how much do you believe this man I think I'm at a solid. Negative four because this. <laughs> no. Wait, you think I'm a more Arsenal? But, but I, I have. I do have a serious question. I would need to see you. I would need to see you in any Manchester United shirt. I do have a serious question, though. Hassan, uh, H-Man Coker, the legend, Paul Pogba, known to have blonde hair and black hair. Which one do you like better? Keep it real. Blonde hair Pogba or black hair Pogba? I need to know. I think I'm going with the black hair puck, but because that's a World Cup champion. And um, also, he was frying back then. I don't know. This puck looks like a French-African artist that just makes music or something. And like, just put shades on. You said MHD? Yeah, right. Some MHD just literally released, like, released from prison. Just come back. Just like, let me play soccer now, man. Let me play some football, you know? But I'm going to go with the black hair pug, but this blonde hair pug, but I'm trying to see more, you know? LV, do you have any more um, questions in this Manchester United interrogation? Uh, no, just, uh, I guess, one quick uh, thing. So so you do think uh, Marcus Rashford MBE is ugly? Is that what I'm hearing? Is that come- Oh, oh, wait. So I never answered your Terry Henry question. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Terry Henry he's good, is... He's good. He's good. Uh, H-Man Coker, folks, he's great. Um, <laughs> that's all I could say. But I oh, never said that Rashford was um ugly. I think he's also an attractive man. 
but David Beckham is he's a swag god. Come on, man. It's David Beckham. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Try to compare Marcus Rashford to David Beckham. This man married Posh Spice. I'm sorry, Marcus Rashford. <laughs> Those are facts. Those are facts. Yeah, yeah like there's more upcoming, more coming up for Marcus Rashford in a few years coming, but he's no David Beckham yet. And he only has one hairdo. So mm-hmm. that is fact. That's all no, fact. Right. Yeah. You can tell me David Beckham hairdo is like 10 come up. Again, if you heard our introduction music this time around, it's a piece that H Band calls glowing. Yeah. And bro, I'll tell you that that is a fire track. And L V is producer on that. You already snell. Man of multiple talents, you know. Um, show enough, show enough. This guy, man, um, listened to that beat one day and kind of changed my life. And I was like, you know, I just got to um, dabble with this and talk about, yeah, I'm glowing right now. You know, I feel like the man. I feel like everything else. <laughs> he says that and Elvis pointing to his bald head and it's literally glowing. I think he said he put almond oil on it. Getting almond oil. No, but seriously, what was the inspiration though? Real talk, real talk. What was the inspiration for it? Um, actually, that song I look, I wrote those some of those lyrics like a long time ago, like in a plane, like in a plane coming back from uh Sierra Leone. Like it's like some of it was written of like just thinking about seeing like village kids and like how much like they have like they don't have a lot, but like they still have a lot. You know what I mean? Like they kind of like live off the land, and it's like we always talk about America. And, like, there's, like, lyrics there. I'm, like, they looking up to America like Babylon. And it's, like, they fighting for, like, the last meat of the end's meat. And I'm, like, damn, yo, this is hard. And I'm, like, they don't look at it as that hard. Like, so I, like, got inspiration from that song. And I'm, like, I got to glow for them in a way. So it's, like, some of that song. That's why it doesn't have any hook, kind of. At the end, it kind of does. But just me rapping about, like, that inspiration from those kids. Facts. And it flows, too. Yeah. And I, that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to like float it because I kept that beat for a long time when LV. I kept on like just like messing with it, but then I wrote. I like I wrote to it one time and I didn't finish it because I don't really finish writing my songs. I write half of it, then I keep the rest when I'm recording it because I want to like come up with some fresh stuff right there. So I would like half write a song until I record it, then I finish it there. So it's like I half wrote that song about those kids. But that beat is a lovely beat, man. It's it's pretty, and I think people love that song probably the most of my um my uh, album to drop. Shout your album out. Yeah, um, Tumblr Music, please go on Apple Music, Spotify. People actually listen to that joint. It was kind of crazy. I didn't know people were gonna listen to it. It's like, now let me stop. Let me stop crapping for myself. But um, pretty good, pretty good album. Go listen to it. It's on Apple Music. It's called Tumblr Music. That's T-U-M-B-L-R Music. You know how to spell music. You went to school. That's a fact, bro. For all my Floyd Mayweather folks out there, it's M-U-S-I-C. <laughs> yeah, I, I will produce half of that, by the way. Don't don't lie. Don't lie. Don't don't fake them on man. It's like What's the favorite song that? you produced, LV? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I would ask H-Man Coke, what's your favorite beat that I produced? Damn it, that's hard. I would say Silk the Shock for me, personally. Yeah, I was about to say that, too. I was either Silk the Shock or Waku. Cool. It was either between those two beats. Because, like, I performed those songs, and people lose their minds. Like, not, like, even trying to, like, exaggerate it. I perform, I half-ass performed Silk the Shock one time. Not going to lie. I feel like anyone that sees this, they probably watch that performance, probably was like, oh, this is not a half-ass performance. But I half-ass performance that. I didn't even have a mic. 
but performed that. And then I was like, damn, yo, people really fuck with the song. And I think it's that beat when it comes on. It's so trancy. It sounds so dark. And it's like, I feel like I could just walk around and then people still like <laughs> rock to it, <laughs> which I'm not going to do. But my whole point of this is like that beat is probably my favorite beat from LV. Silk the Shock probably then Waku. Yeah. My uh, favorites on this on this album, Tumblr Music. Again, check it out. I'm um, definitely glowing. Wow. Yeah, you've been saying that. That's crazy. Definitely eating. It is lovely. Shout out to Zach. Zach made that beat. It's like, that's a lovely beat. Monica, that is my favorite. Really? Shout out to Lenny. Lenny made that beat. Oh, wow. That's repping. Oh, he's on that song that he forgot. But like, literally, that was a fun song making. I'm not going to lie. Um, I got to keep on making more songs with my ninjas. Like, literally, um, that was really fun making. Literally. And there's also a song that hasn't been dropped that I like. And you know what, what, I'm, what I'm talking about. Oh, Sydney. I have a song called Sydney Hill that's probably going to be on my next project. Um, It's about, uh, like, where I uh, grew up for a bit in uh, Sydney, like, with the fam in London. It's a pretty dope place, but um, I did not know it was the hood till LV's cousin told me. <laughs> Shout out UB. <laughs> One day I told UB. I was like, He's like, you know, Sydney is the hood, right? And I'm like, no, nah, it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> then it wasn't the hood, but it's it was a cool place living, you know. Like it's where my whole family lived there in Peckham, and it's like I can't make a song about Peckham. It's it wouldn't even rock as much as you have make a song about Sydney Hill. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like anyone that hears this that lives in Peckham, shout out Peckham. Peckham's dope as hell. Uh, but, not, to bring, not to bring this back to soccer, but I believe Rio Ferdinand, a Manchester United legend, is actually from Peckham. Wow! Oh, word. That wow! That's a look at that. Peckham is everything though. Peckham has great um spots for food. But uh, Sydney is a great song though. I really love Sydney. That's another song that I perform that I really look like love performing. I'm gonna release that just for you, man. You really really bang with that song. You made me like the first time I really uh rapped on that song and I put a snippet on Instagram. Ronnie actually um hit me on the DMs about it and I was like, yo, gave me more confidence in that song. Thank you. Oh, for real though, I was on the train coming home from work one time and I. And I hear this bop. I'm like, okay. I'm I'm bobbing my head to it. People looking at me like this guy crazy. But like, <laughs> bro, th th that shit was fire, bro. Thank bro, you. like, I like, I still like hum what I know of it. And I'm like, yo, this this is great. I enjoy this. It's definitely gonna be um something that the Footy Misfits would enjoy too. Nice, nice. I like and, this. And one last um, I, I don't think you released it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know the name of the track uh, either. But you, you you do put snippets on Instagram, and you did the impossible. You mentioned Manchester United great Rid Van Nistelrooy on a track. <laughs> I'm like, I I've did. never heard anyone say Van Nistelrooy on a track before. You you did that shit. Oh, I first of all, shout out Vanessa Roy. Like that man made me love Man U. Low key, I'm talking about David Beckham, but I love that guy. But um, I got I feel like people should make more songs mentioning them. He's a he should he's a legend. Like he's he's a, he was amazing. Like, but but I have to talk about uh, Vanessa Roy in the track. But I was talking about I was just mentioning like how that song is called Swan Boy. I didn't release it yet, but um, I released a snippet for Simp. Simp Sundays that I'm doing every Sunday, just dropped a, a Simp verse. Um, yes, and I heard that um this week Simp Sunday top notch. Thank you. Thank I'm not you. even I saying it because we we're cool and stuff. I really did enjoy it. Thank you, man. Thank you. I respect it. I'm trying to um drop. I'm dropping a verse every Sunday of like um 
I've been in my room. LZ could um prove with that. Like um recording. I have a mic going around. It's probably upstairs recording. It's like I've been doing it all like this quarantine. So I have enough verses to last us for the year. That's uh, that that H Man Coker. That H Man Coker, aka the voice of Sim Trap. You heard it there first. You already know. You already know. But no, I'm but I definitely that. enjoy those Sim Sundays. Thank you, thank you. Um, it's more coming, more coming. Inspired by Sun Holy Sundays and Simpness. <laughs> 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 oh Lord. Well, um, I'm gonna put more man you people on songs now, man. More man you bars. It's like Marcus Rashford MBE. Uh Marcus Rashford gotta win first and, and this one. Oh, I think I think he said enough with that. Do you agree, Alvi? I, I, I love it. Let's go, H Man Coker. First, he called him ugly, and now he says he got to win. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to come against any Man U player. Just love Man U. Um, Can you come against Harry Maguire, though? <laughs> I can. Don't worry. I got you, H Man. I got you. I got you. Woo! That boy's a trash bag. All right. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amen. But again, Simp Sundays is something he does every Sunday. It's definitely good to listen to on Instagram and social media. Um, speaking of, I know we were joking earlier, but um, if people want to hear you, um, where can they find you? My Instagram is allegedly uh, Hman Coker, H M A N C O K E R, and you can find me in anything up with that name. I don't have any other name that I go by, um, except for Juju Power is my producer name. Shout out Godzilla Glue. Check that out on the album too. Um, <laughs> but literally, H Man Coca and everything. Um, Spotify, Twitter too. Um, follow me on Twitter. I tweet my thoughts a lot. Um, H Man Coca on that bitch too. Uh, H Man Coca on Spotify, Apple. What's the other things out there? Title. I think I'm on Title too. Um, all you have to say uh, is all the available DSPs. All, all, yeah. And I think I'm on High Heart Radio if people are using that. Hey, um, shout to iHeart. Yeah, please give me plays on that. Probably don't know anyone that uses that, but if you use it, please hold me down. Go to sleep, put my music down, and then go to sleep to my music. You know, it's a lovely, lovely tune to slumber to sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty serene. But um, yeah, H-Man Coco and everything. Um, follow me on the gram. No hate mails. Peace and love. Literally. Um, <laughs> it's peace and love unless he said something that you didn't like on this podcast in which case yeah H-Man Coker is the username I mean shit with that being said Ronnie uh, obviously we got our good brother H-Man Coker on here today so it seems like it's all love and positivity no BS to it is it is it is I have yeah. BS to call but I'll save that for next week this is a great way to um cap this off if I do say so myself I would agree Ronnie you want to go ahead and uh, sign us off Shouts to the good man, H-Man Coker. Again, check out Tumblr Music is out right now. So for H-Man Coker, LV, I go by the name of Ronnie. We are the Footy Misfits. Keep in touch with us on social media at Footy Misfits. Misfits. Hashtag Footy Misfits. And again, keep in touch with H-Man Coker, H-Man Coker on most social media platforms. We'll see you again next week. Thank you guys for listening. Adios!